Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. And we are live with Tina Noah with Your Emotions Matter. And it looks like we're both having some technical difficulties here on Leverage Masters today. Tiffany, you are in this wonderful act of being sideways. Are you able to turn your camera so that it puts you up and down? Oh, that's so much better. Let me go ahead and put it on um, a different view so that we have you. And my camera right now is not working for a second. So <laughs> we'll get that figured out in just a moment. So uh, let me first put uh, Tiffany on the screen uh, by herself um, so that you can see just her. Let me see if I can hide myself, my screen. Oh, it's not working. Um, Tiffany, can you say, hi? there we go. Just Tiffany all by herself. Hey, you've got your shirt on too. Your emotions matter. This is so exciting. So glad to have you today. Um, you know, your hair looks gorgeous by the way, too. Thank you. Super Thank fun you so partying all around. Um, you know, on Leverage Masters, our co-host is Dr. Gina Gaudio Grace. Uh, she will try to be with us. She had some other things come up where she's not able to. Uh, Dr. Gina Gaudio Grace is the owner of Divisio, and she is also known as the JV Queen. And I'm the other co-host, Andrea Adams Miller. Originally, I was the executive producer of the show, and Gina asked me to step up and co-host. And frequently when she's unable to be here, I host the show for her. And we wanted to uh, share um, some love about what our, we're doing in the next couple weeks and so forth. Um, in the next couple weeks, you know, with it being the end of the year, we want to make sure that you have some fabulous guests in front of you that really help you finesse the end of the year so that you reach things at the highest level possible. And that's starting with us being here in October, you know, this, um, you know, end of October here as we go through it. We want to make sure that you know that your emotions matter. So today we have Tiffany Norwood. Um, Tiffany J. Norwood. Oh, Tiffany J. Norwood. Thank you for the correction. She is a certified neuro-linguistic practitioner, and she's the founder and CEO of Your Emotions Matter, an international speaker, an emotional intelligence coach, and author. She's been featured on ABC, CBS, HBO, Toyota, and Investigation Discovery. And as a certified NLP practitioner, she addresses childhood wounds, communication issues, and limited beliefs for single men and women, unmarried couples, and those who are going through a divorce. Tiffany is a contributing writer for the Limelight Magazine, and she's a RAISE ambassador for the RAISE Foundation in Orange County that educates on child abuse and neglect, focusing on keeping children healthy, safe, and happy. And she also has a special gift for anyone who is serious. You can book a 30-minute complimentary session at youremotionsmatter.com, youremotionsmatter.com. So let's uh, go, let's go 
to you and find out more about like, how did you even, you know, what made you decide like, this is what's most important to me. Like your emotions matter is the focus. It's important to people. I, you know, you really wanted to make sure that people felt loved and cared about. Of course, of course, that is the number one. Um, just a backstory, just going back on um, my marriage uh, previously, uh, there was a lot of anger, a lot of conflict, a lot of uh, re- reoccurring conflicts. And I, I spent uh, the uh, majority time of my marriage trying to figure out why and what was going on and why do we keep going through the same problems and it it, it was something that I, I just needed to crack the cold with and i came across emotional intelligence and that is um, a, a very a very new um, term that has only has been around for over 30 years but however we're, we're just now getting to that point of understanding what that means and what emotional intelligence means is that it's the ability to recognize and manage your emotions well within yourselves and with others so that you can come out to the best um, outcome more effectively and more appropriately and it's to help you motivate yourself so there's a lot more to it there's a lot more that you want to learn about it but um joshua freeman ceo of sixseconds.org um, of the um, largest and the most the global emotional intelligence, or the only one actually um, in the world, uh, says that emotional intelligence makes up 80% of the success in your life. So what I've done, you know, I, I studied, I studied, I, I self-educated myself on the matter, and I really didn't um, want to see other people go through what I went through. I understand that it's a lot of unnecessary pain. And um, years and years on of, of the same issues, that, that it should not be. So what I wanted to do is figure out how can we spread the word about emotional intelligence. So what I did was create Your Emotions Matter. It is an online advice column where I'll say it's like two bite-sized pieces of counseling. Um, what we're doing is um, targeting those who are suffering in silence. We are here to break the cycle, silence for those who are struggling in unhealthy relationships. And when I say break the silence, it's just to to help people understand and to get beyond that stigma that they have around uh, looking for help and asking for help in their relationships. We go um, through life and we take care of every little thing that happens when, when it goes wrong. I mean, we have a toothache, we go to the doctor, while our car need is, is acting up, we go to the mechanic, um, we get um, we get sick, we, we go, you know, we go to the doctor, but what we're doing at the same time is we're hurting mentally and emotionally, and that is something that is often neglected in your life, and what we want to do is help people to understand that that is the priority. Um, everyone talks about going to the gym, oh, I can't get to the gym, that's physical, you know, <clears throat> You know, working out does help the brain, but we there are other ways that you want to that you want to pay attention to and learn about to be able to help your brain as well, and that is mental care and emotional care. So I I touch bases mostly on emotional um, intelligence, and then um, I I 
package all that up to help people who are struggling because the reason why we're struggling in these relationships is because of the past issues that we have. It could be the past of our childhood. It could be the past of what we went through with our partners. And whatever way, we're, we're holding on to some things that we're bringing to the forefront and we're bringing to the current that is just wreaking havoc in our lives, and it just does not have to be so. Well, I love your passion. You can definitely hear through your voice how much you really care about people and that you get from your core that, you know, the pain and the frustration of what you went through to be able to clear that for other people. I mean, that's got to be such a relief for them as well as you is to see people overcome the things that are holding them back in the blocks. What, what are some examples of um, some situations that you've noticed other people go um, through or other things that have held them back that maybe they didn't even realize were blocks that they didn't realize were blocks. Okay. Um, you cut it out there for a second. So can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> yes. Um, when, um, what are some blocks that you discovered that maybe people didn't even realize for themselves were blocks until you were talking with them and you were able to point out that maybe they were triggered by something that they didn't even realize kept them from pursuing either the love they wanted or the passion or made them feel bad about themselves? <clears throat> the, um, the block that I see um, most common um, and what I would like to dig into first would be their, just the mindset of what, what they're thinking about. Um, that is something that is un unconscious, the, the self-talk, the things that they were taught when they were young. Um, the things that um, just just um, just by their parents or even society in general of just uh, just the, the setup that we have in this world that that we pay more attention to what's beyond us and what's outside of us. The, I call it the external, and that's what you pay more attention to. So you're they're listening to more of what other people are saying. They're listening to what other um, they're watching what other people are doing, and they're allowing themselves to be distracted. They're allowing themselves to be talked and swayed by what happens outside of them. And that is something that they have absolutely no control over. And when you don't have control over something, um, a lot of times, you know, people will stress out about that. You don't have control. The only thing that you have control over is yourself. You have control over how you do have control over how you feel. You can definitely manage that. And that's what emotional intelligence is about. And you can definitely navigate your internal world to a way to where anything outside of you um, will not touch you, to where it won't bother you, to where it, if it may bother you at first, you're, you're able to kind of tone that down and put it into the right perspective to be able to move forward without it holding you back for years and years and years in your life. So it's just to get them to, to accept their mindset, to accept these these, these uh And I, I love that because uh, that's some of the wording I've used all my life is, you know, creating the life that 
dare to dream uh, because that is a thing that's so important to so many people and they don't always see that possibility for themselves. So when you, um, when you decided that um, NLP was the way to go, what about that attracted you? What, what made that seem like a different kind of modality that would just work best for who you are and, and how it shows up in the world? Yes, I was just amazed at um, when I was being trained. And one thing about that that people um, don't know, and I just want to introduce, is that it will take and shave many, many, many years off of your therapy. Um, there, we have a stigma around counseling and therapy. Um, people um, feel they don't need it. They don't think about it. And sometimes when, when people do decide to go, they're there for five plus years. Some people even say, oh, it's been 20 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, that is that it should not take that long. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we are able to have that talk therapy and that is needed to have that connection with each other, to let out our frustrations and then and to talk about what's bothering us. That is imperative for us to do. So, of course, I am not knocking therapy or counseling. I actually recommend it. But with NLP, what we can do is really find out what it is that's bothering that person and what it is that's holding that to them back. And we can take it and we can assist them with eliminating that particular block immediately. It could take up to 30 minutes, depending on the severity of it. It could take up to maybe 20 to 30 minutes, or it could take a session, or maybe more than sessions. But if it's more severe, it's more into the mental health realm, it could take about three months. So it just depends on the severity of the issue. But NLP can take away your issue, I would just say, immediately, and you, your life will be changed right away. Well, I certainly love it. It's I'm trained in it as well. And uh, the fact that how you're using it and what you're using it for is just absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, I, it really allows people to um, self-love and to be able to attract love from others. Uh, so one of the other things is I really think that your website and your services are very unique. So if you could elaborate on on how you came up with that idea, I think it's quite uh, interesting. And, and, and to share it a little bit more with people so they, I mean, so first of all, you guys can all go look at it while you're listening to us. It's www.youremotionsmatter.com, youremotionsmatter.com. Uh, but it's, it's really fun. So tell me more. Okay, um, I'm excited about when it was created. Back in the day, as a kid, I'm always curious and a researcher. I love uh, reading the advice columns in the magazines. Of course, before the internet, we had the magazines to keep up on everything. And what I would do is go straight to the middle or the back of the magazine and read the, the, the advice columns. And one thing I noticed is that even though a problem that I read about, I was not personally uh, having that particular problem, I would learn from it. So if you would learn from reading other, people, other people's issues, and you would, you would learn from that. So what I decided to do, and especially in this time and age, I took the advice column out of the magazine and I put it online. So it's the same concept. Is to where those who join, it is a monthly membership. It is $67 per month. We're working on making it better um, every day. But once you join, 
you will have access to your own private advice column. I call it a retreat or a private arena. And what you will do is be able to submit your questions as if you were asking for advice. You submit your um, your issue and your concerns, whatever it is in your heart, and then you receive answers. Now, other people do the same, and the way it's set up is that um, they can see your questions and answers, and you can see their questions and answers, and you're learning from each other. And then there's also um, learning tools in there. You go in there, and it's and one thing uh, that is also unique about it is that it is just personal and private to you. There are no distractions as there are social media. There's no scrolling and seeing things that have nothing to do with you um, or anything. And you can also filter it just if you want to just look at your own questions, if you're not interested in other people's questions as well. So there is some navigation to it. Also, there are no comments. Um, we're focusing on you and solutions only. So you won't have a bunch of people saying the same exact thing, oh, leave him, leave him, leave him, or whatever, and just not being very helpful, no joke. No insensitivity. Um, you can receive that um, if you go um, seek help uh, for free or somewhere else. But we want to make it special for you. It is your own private retreat where you get to focus on yourself. And it is a learning tool because I do base it around emotional intelligence, um, communication, of course, with um, NLP and personal development. So that's that's why it's uh, very very unique um i don't see too many um advice columns that are that are, um, that are alive today but i really really wanted to bring this online and just to give people a chance to to spend their time online more productively well i love that and i also wanted to point out that um you had uh, mentioned um you know when people reach out and so forth that they also i just realized that i have too much blush on Um, that in this light in the other light that I was in I looked just fine Um, that um, you know well let's use this as a segue there is that people are allowed to be vulnerable and be themselves but they're also anonymous so yeah I wanted to bring that out because yeah because you you were very clear with that with me that you know when people are writing yeah they read other people's stuff they can choose to read that or they can go into their own private vault but in reading that that it's um that nobody's going to know who you are there's you know millions of people in the world and so no one's going to have any clue what questions were yours uh so i mean yeah and if they were to submit something with names you guys probably would change the names so that way it wouldn't be um actually, obvious actually there's there's no names at all in there there's Perfect. no picture of, of, of so when you see a question that's all you see you see a question and you see an answer. So no names and no faces. It is totally um, anonymous. You can be totally vulnerable. Um, it's really for those who who feel like, oh, I'm, I I don't have anyone to trust. I'm so alone. Where do I go? You know, there's you know there's people who just will not go to family. Will not go to their best friends. Will just really really suffer in their relationships until it's too late. And I want to be here to break a break that stigma of reaching out for help. I wanted to create a platform online that if you feel like you don't have somewhere to go, you come to Your Emotions Matter, and you can definitely let out your steam. You can dance. You don't have, and there's no, no judgment. We are going to assist you in whatever is 
uh, whatever concerns are on your heart, and it is it is just based towards and, and towards you, and it's servicing you uh, individually. So thank you for bringing that up. That that's the most important part is the fact that it's anonymous because you can definitely get um, assistance um, elsewhere, but everybody knows who you are. Well, I I love that. That's what makes it so fun is, you know, when you, um, because you've taken the playfulness and the mystery of a, um, you know, a, a, an advice column and mix that together with, with actual real professionals who are giving you valid information um, is, is very, you know, commendable because it really um, allows people to um, get loved on and to be candid and real and ask the questions that are so important to them. Um, so you, um, so tell me, you know, like, so there's different aspects of that you work with. So people who are going through a divorce, what are some things that might come up for them? Um, so maybe um, give me a story or something or uh, um, uh of, of what you might have seen someone go through or maybe someone that you've seen go through that you wish would have gotten help that didn't get help and the difference um, in their life because they didn't reach out and, and have that relieved, you know, like what, what the difference would be so that people really understand um, how these triggers can hold us back. Oh, yes. Thank you for asking that. Um, I have an, an individual that I, was, I am seeing. And what happened was this was four years ago, and um, her spouse had an, an emotional affair. And of course, you know, affairs of any kind will, um, will you know, just break that trust in your marriage, and then you're you become insecure, and then um, you're, you're bringing it up, and you're 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 arguing about it all the time. You, you don't forgive, and you don't let it go. Right. Well, this this individual um, continues uh, to bring up this particular issue, uh, um, even after even after the the spouse stated that he, you know, um, that that he or she wanted to make it right and you know not do it again and, and do it do what they had to do to move forward. Well, the other spouse didn't want to let it go, and so that was that was four years ago. But now. Um, these spouse want wants a divorce, and they just can't take it anymore. They they feel untrusted um, that that they're not trusted. They feel unworthy. They're feeling like, how can I be in this relationship when this person continues to throw my past discretion on um, transgression in in my face every time we argue? I can't do anything um, right until this person has something to say. So with this person not getting that, I was, um, now, now, mind you, that's, that's why we're here. Right. The, the couple, um, the, the spouse did want to go to counseling, but the person that did do the, the transgression did not want to go to counseling. Uh-huh. So that's, that's part of what I'm here to help people understand is that counseling is needed. It's needed prior to your relationship while you're building it, when you even when you know that you're ready to, to, to commit, I want you to say go. Now, you don't even have to have problems. I look at it as preventative care. Okay, we want to prevent the problems. From Very smart. Because, yes, as you go through it in, in a relationship and the years go by, you, you become complacent. Uh, things, you just start going through the motions every day. 
turns into the same thing every day. Um, you know, someone can get bored. They can do whatever. I mean, it's just, things just change. But if you are working on speaking and speaking to someone and having that objective point of view in your life here and there, even if it's just once month, month, every three months, just to be able to keep up on each other, keep up on the changes that each person is going through. Because today, you're not the same person you were five years ago, ten years ago. You're going to evolve hopefully, but at some point you're going to grow and evolve and things can change. Even if things start off well, it cannot end well or the opposite. So there's a lot of scenarios you can think of, but the, the main focus and point is that you want to seek help. You want to be open to saving your relationship and to create the, the best relationship that you can have. And just like you, like I mentioned before, just like those normal maintenance is, you know, your car, your engine will blow up if you don't take care of your car. If you don't ever take it for um, if there are oil changes or those maintenance, boom, next you know it'll, it'll blow up. And that's the same thing that's going to happen in, in your relationship. It will blow up at the end if you don't take care of it. So I uh, do, do recommend counseling, and I recommend it very, very early in your relationship, not because something is wrong. It's because you want you don't want something to go wrong. Right. I I I I love what you're saying about the person still bringing it up. Um, I I have a, a business that's been on hiatus for a long time called um, Ignite Your Relationship. So it very much parallels a lot of the wonderful things that you're doing. And one of the most common things that I would talk about when I would do radio for that business is um, I call it Strike Three You're Out. And that I would tell people that you have three times that you're allowed to bring up something after it's been brought to the surface. So like in that case, if the partner has found out to have an, had an emotional affair and the partner wants it to end and they agree to it and it has ended, that they're only now allowed to bring it up three times. And um, otherwise, they're at fault. All of a sudden, by telling people that, it, 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 all, it gave them this responsibility that, like, I can only, like I said, the first time you bring it up, it's going to be by accident. You're going to get mad, and you're going to bring it up, because that's been your tool. So you'll do it, and then you'll be like, oh, crap, because now you know you only can bring it up two more times. And um, interestingly enough, that, that third time never seems to happen, because people are saving that one. <laughs> like it's, so they're going to save that one till their deathbed. If they ever really get mad, they've got that one thing that they can bring up. And it's really awkwardly funny that, you know, when, when um, you know, talking about, you know, mind manipulation, so to speak, that by telling people, like, you only have three times you can bring this up in this lifetime or you are the problem. They don't want to be the problem and they're not going to do it. So it's exactly. funny how then they self-regulate this behavior pattern that they, that the people that I've known, I've had this business. Um, how long have I had that business uh, over, over, well, oh gosh, my daughter's almost 30. So uh, 30 years. And the people that I've seen that I've talked to again that have worked with me that many years ago, you know, they they say funny things like, oh, I never, ever bring that up. You know, like they have self-regulated all that time. So it's funny. Yeah. That is great. That, that is definitely a great idea. You really have to come with something, with some tools to understand because what it happens, it's a vicious cycle. So just what you said, you brought it up too many times then you're the problem now. So right. that's why this couple is facing divorce is because she's the one 
to blame for growing up it up in you know in his face for the last four years. So right. she wasn't the one who initially did it, you know. So it was it's 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 gonna be a vicious cycle and now you're feeling um guilty for, for bringing it it up and now you're both the, the issue. It just doesn't have to get to that point. Right. So Right. And in your situation that you just mentioned, the fact that she, in order to get over it, he refused to go to counseling, which would have just been him allowing her to find another way to release it. Because yes, for him, he was able to cut it and move on, but he didn't give her an opportunity to figure out how she could move on. And that may have helped, um, you know. Um, especially if she was working with someone like you who could clear that block of how that, um, how talking to someone else, because it's interesting because not everyone feels that way. So there's other relationships where uh, the partner is totally okay with that person having other people as their emotional support and the people that they connect with and, and that are fine. You know, they're, they're okay with it. They're not jealous. They don't feel less than, they don't feel like they're um, being replaced. They think that person is another asset to help that partner or spouse or whoever they are in their life to be able to get resolved to get their needs met and and so it's interesting how we all uh, respond to things and because we don't know the level of what what does emotional relationship mean to what level you know did that mean so um some yeah it is very important i'm glad you brought up that point you know uh, we do need that that emotional outlet and we just need someone because sometimes people are not good at it, but maybe they're just not the right ones to speak to. But as long as you can just have, you know, open and honesty with someone who can, can be there without judgment and to be able to assist you and have that place to go, it is very helpful. So again, that's that what was that is what was created through your emotions matter for those who don't have that. Because it's I mean like I'll just look at, you know, myself personally. I have to learn how to be that for myself mm. um, because there was no one to trust, because there was no one around that I could just, you know, lay out all my, my concerns with. I have to learn how to do that myself. So I'm, I'm a professional at it, but I don't recommend it, <laughs> you know. But it, it, can, it can get hard sometimes, but you, you work through it. Everyone was that way. I think everyone's just not built that way. But... You know, I've been blessed to be able to make it through some some hard times like that, but I just don't recommend it for others. So I just wanted to create an avenue to where you just want not have to go through that. We do need it. We do need to have trust in our relationships. We do need to have openness, vulnerability, honesty, all of that builds trust, and we need to have that in our relationship, and we want to move. You know, we just definitely want to be able to take a look at ourselves and make sure that we have that good relationship with ourselves and be secure and confident and really know what we want, you know, the prerequisite to emotional intelligence is being self-aware and yeah. knowing how to do self-reflection and knowing how to feel your emotions and listen to what they're trying to tell you so you can come to the best outcome instead of them taking over you. you know, okay. Our emotions are just there. They're constantly, constantly, um, um, constantly within us constantly affecting us all day long just for a um assignment for you just pay attention to how many times your emotions change in a day maybe just within a couple of hours you know one moment you're happy everything is fine you're feeling good next thing you know something 
triggers you and you can start to feel sad or whatever the whatever it's it's, it's gonna flow. It's gonna it's gonna flow and it's okay. And another thing you don't wanna push them away. You don't wanna say, Oh, I feel this way, I feel sad or I feel angry. Let me just push it away and go find something to do so I don't have to think about it. No, that emotion is there for you to listen to it. And you and um, one thing I want to clear up is that there are no bad emotions. There are no what they call mm. negative emotions. When we think about anger, fear, um, like loneliness, things of things of that nature, there is nothing negative about that because each emotion is data. And it's data, and it's there, and it's giving you a message. It is basically how we operate. It's how we we would be robots if we didn't have our emotions. We wouldn't even be human beings if we didn't have the emotions. So I want to help people understand that we have to tune into who we are as a human being to really understand how we're going to navigate our own life in the best way. And emotional intelligence is the perfect way to do it. I I thought of something else while you were talking there. Um, when you were talking about like not holding it in because uh, that is the other avenue for other people is to dismiss their emotions and then hold them in. And that's like this, you know, volcano waiting to happen or, or an earthquake, you know, waiting to happen. Like you don't know when all of a sudden the pressure is too much and things will shift and then they can't control their emotions because it's been too long and it's too much. And it kind of goes with that, you know, the whole game of, you know, um, the, the straw that broke the camel's back is because often what will make them blow is so insignificant that it, that at the time the other person is like, what is wrong with you? Cause it'll be so something so like dumb and insignificant and they'll just literally blow and spew everything that they've ever thought of you know, anything that's, that they've been holding in. That's right. That's the worst thing to do is to hold it in and to let it, because as long as you're holding it in, it's getting worse day by day by day. And you, you just don't want it to blow up on you. Like you said, it could be something small, no matter what it is, small or big or in between. You want to face it. You want to just be able to sit with yourself. You want to just be able to think about it and do some, take some time out every single day to self-reflect. Never just, just be so busy to where, uh, and I, you know, I just call it on autopilot, just living on autopilot where your mind is just wandering from the past to the future, or worrying about the future, worrying about what someone said and did last week, two years, ten years ago. You're not paying enough attention to yourself. So the focus is really, really important is to focus really right now on the present moment, on what you're going through right now to feel
we, we want to just bring to the forefront of our awareness, and awareness is key. Once you are aware of what's wrong, then you can start working on uh, building and um, accepting that and making changes depending on what it is, but awareness is key. So oh, it's, it's, it's a lot, but we, we can get there, and I'm here to help. So that um, brings to my mind the song, um, um, I can't think of the name of the show. Um, um, If I were a bell, I'd be ringing. Tell me, how do I feel? (laughs) (laughs) And um, um, gosh, I can see, I was in that musical and I could see the whole musical and for whatever reason, I can't think of the name of it. Um, uh, anyhow, someone uh, someone will watch us and, and tell us uh, what it is and re- refresh my, Guys and Dolls, it's from Guys and Dolls, I think, yes. Yeah, it's from when uh, he flies her off to uh, uh, down uh, somewhere for a date and they're at the cabana and afterwards she's uh, so happy saying, how do I feel? <laughs> Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, um, emotions, you know, emotional intelligence, um, in some schools is actually starting to be taught now, which is very impressive. I'm so excited about that. Um, a friend of mine, Dr. David Gruder wrote a book on emotional intelligence. Um, one of my friends did his dissertation on emotional intelligence. It's something that I've looked at for a long time, uh, because I, I recognize that, how I grew up, I did not have emotional intelligence. Um, you know, I, I didn't um, have the understanding to, to grasp um, how to, how people should relate to each other. And, and so I knew that I knew as a kid that something wasn't right. And so I spent even my teenage years reading self-development and self-help books, personal development, you know, trying to figure out how do I relate to people better so that I could have better relationships myself. And because I saw so many relationships struggling from business to um, personal relationships. And it it is funny um, how many things um, trigger us and how we can change. Uh, You know, we don't let's let's explain to people what it feels like when a a trigger is released um do you have an example if not i have one but i'd love to hear what you want to share oh gosh the first one comes to mind i'm gonna just go ahead and tell you okay so uh my i'm in the middle of my divorce and we're getting ready to move um away from each other physically it's about two days to where we're going to leave that place um, uh, or go our separate ways. Yeah. And, you know, I'm minding my own business. I was, you know, doing something to make sure the house was in order. And um, my team ex had um, asked me a question, and, I, you know, I didn't have the answer right away. I said, I'll let you know. Well, um, it didn't go well with him. I wanted to know right now, and he just started to go off. And started to, you know, kind of yell his normal thing and yell, call me out my name, start uh, demeaning me, and um, just saying things to me that just was just totally unfair. And I remember um, at first he was just going off, and I was, you know, I was still doing what I was doing. I wasn't reacting. But then he said something to me that I remember many, 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 many years ago. 
that he said to his own sister. And the reason why I knew that is because we were having a fight back then mm. to where I had I had stolen his phone and I went around the corner and I was going through his phone. Mm. And I saw a conversation with, between him and his sister and how unfair he was treating her and what he was saying to her and putting her down and all of that. And he said the same exact thing to me during that, um, during um, his rant. And as soon as he said that to me, it triggered that experience years ago. Mm. And I got up. That was it. I got up. I went in there with him. I had a, I had a, uh, I was actually had a paintbrush in my hand because that's what I was doing. I was painting the baseboards. I had a paintbrush in there and I just went out. Needless to know, he had paint all over his shirt. He had uh, the 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 sixty-five-inch uh, TV had paint over it. I, I couldn't. I was. It just. I just went off. And I. And after you know it was over, I couldn't help but to just be so disappointed in myself because I said, how could I have let that trigger me? Mm-hmm. How could I have let it? You know, because I've been so. You know, I was working on myself like just years before. I mean, I had to be better to even file for divorce. Right. And yeah, I had to be better. I had, I had, a, I did a whole lot of self work before me, for me to even get to that point yeah. to say, oh, enough is enough. I'm out of here. So I just was so disappointed that I allowed that trigger to get the best of me at that time. And it just, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it because we even we we were living in the same house during that time um, after I filed. You know, a couple arguments here and there. It wasn't as as much as before. Just, no big deal, but you know, but come on, we got two more days left to where we're we're, we're done for you know. I don't have to see you no more, and it, and I let it. I, I just allowed it to happen again. Mm-hmm. So that is a perfect example of how something can trigger you. It can be something you see on TV. It can be something somebody says. It could be a noise. Mm-hmm. It could be anything that can trigger you backwards to something. And the reason why emotional intelligence is so important because it puts you. And it helps you be mindful of the presence so you can say, hey, if I do get triggered or hear that, that particular noise or hear, or, or hear something that could trigger me, I have that moment to pause. Mm-hmm. And I take that moment to really stop and say, hmm, okay, let me think about this before I re- react. And so you start to respond more instead of reacting because you're, you're allowing yourself that space me in that time to really so if I would have heard him say that to me and said oh wow there he go he really he really went there oh my gosh but we got two days left how could I just you know allow him you know I did close the door you could hear him through the door but anyway I could have just really took that moment to stop and pause and really think about it and say you know what's the best outcome that um that I can help bring right now mm-hmm. and it would just be to ignore him Mm-hmm. And just continue on with what I was doing, mm-hmm. or maybe I could have grabbed my purse and just jumped in my car and left. Whatever the case, it could, could have been to just keep the peace at that moment. I could have definitely resp- uh, uh, responded in a different uh, way instead of reacting. So it's basically we're training ourselves. We're, I mean, we, uh, we're, 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 we're so deep into programming. And we're so deep into that. We need to learn how to unprogram, unlearn some things, and just really pay so much attention to ourselves that we can grab hold of ourselves and train us to behave better, to think better, to respond better. And 
Thank you for being vulnerable, by the way, too, for sharing that story so people understand that. And and for those of you listening, think in your life for things that you were triggered by. So he used some kind of a term or a word that you remembered of how he treated his sister with, with probably some kind of disdain or disregard or, you know, what, whatever feeling that was for you at the time. So if we could go back into the future and you as today being back into the future, I just said that as an oxymoronic statement, if you could go back into the past, but keep yourself now as you are and have coached your own self like if you know gone back that many years and had that same training you would have known wait a minute you have a trigger of in the past where you know someone is being dismissed um you know um being treated as if they're nothing or disregard um and then uh, and cleared that when he would have said that you would have been like oh he does that again. There he goes with hair again. And right. think of all the paint mess he wouldn't have had to clean up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't clean up none of it, to be honest. Oh, good. Regardless of who and what goes on without us, 
Mm-hmm. We want to hear, and that's another thing with your emotions matter, is hearing everybody toward helping relationships in their life. So no more going from jumping from one bad relationship to another bad relationship, keeping people around who are negative, who put you down, who don't respect you, who don't who don't listen to you, who don't, who can, can give a boot about you, even though you may give, you know, can would give them the world. This is your path. This is your time to say, I have nothing but healthy relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. And that's what I'm going to continue to work towards. I'm going to be the best I can be for myself. I'm going to have that best relationship with myself because I go I'm out and, and compete with people who can treat me just like I can treat myself. Because I've learned how to treat myself better. And if you can't treat me how I treat myself, then I'm sorry. I'm going to have to love you from a distance. Because we're, we're, we really, really need to get away from all of that that's holding us back from, from putting us in those um, unfortunate situations. Because it's just unfortunate and it breaks my heart that years and years and years of your life are shaved off because of some nonsense like this. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing, what, you know, Tiffany's sharing with you guys is that in, you know, and, and sitting with her and, and having a consultation with her and working with her that you can discover triggers that you weren't even aware that you had and release those so that later on in your life, should they come up again, that they they no longer matter. Um, I mean, so recently I found out over the last couple of years, I had a trigger um, of, of, of not being included or being um, removed or dismissed um, with um, a connection with, uh, with a business associate uh, with not knowing about things. And I didn't realize that that was a trigger for me um, until um, there was a discussion about uh, changing how we were going to uh, outline different things within the business and maybe change a shared calendar. And the I found out for myself that the word calendar ended up being a trigger. So a word like calendar was a trigger for me to make me feel uh, unincluded um, or um removed from a situation. And um, so, so I would get upset every time that that was brought up. Well, then, and then the funny thing was, is that business associate had an attachment to that same thing. Um, So there was, so it's so funny that something dorky as the word calendar, what it represented in our heads as an emotional thing of like, so when that person felt like they were sharing and, and, and um, didn't have control where I felt like I was removed from, from or like not important in that person's life uh, over something as dorky as a shared calendar. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm, I don't don't call it dorky. It's, this is a real thing. You you that triggered you for a reason. Oh, yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, oh please go ahead. But it was the word calendar. It was the very word. So as soon as we were we both realized it, and we we I I said, oh my gosh, it's the word calendar that triggers me. I did some of my own personal development stuff, and then um, talked to them about it, and we were able to get past it. Where now the word doesn't bother me, or the idea of us not doing that anymore is okay with me um but yeah please go ahead say say what you were going to say no i i appreciate you uh for being vulnerable and and, and sharing that with us and it brings i'm glad you shared that with us because
own triggers, our own positive triggers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, one thing um, for the audience, I would like for, like, I'm giving you some homework or something to work on is yeah. create a positive trigger for yourself. Um, uh, I, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Brendan Burchard, um, I'm going to just share one of his triggers. And he says that every time he walks through a doorway, mm-hmm. he says to himself, I am here to be my best self, I am here to serve. And it's a, he says something else, but it's, it's along the lines of just of that. Nice. So he's basically building himself up every time that he walks through an actual doorway. Nice. I am here to be my best self. I am here to serve. I am here to to help, or you know, or something like that. So it could be anything for you. You could think about something as you're brushing your teeth, like, oh, today is a beautiful day. Today is going to be my best day. Or you can talk, you can, you can, as you're, you know, in the line at Starbucks, you know, once you hit that line at Starbucks, oh, I'm brilliant, I'm creative, I'm awesome. You know, whatever the case may be, you're going to be bringing some positivity to your life because of what happens. I'll give you an example of how you can do that. For Mm -hmm. instance, um, it's like, it's like building a new habit. Now, I wanted to start, you know, working out more regularly mm-hmm. and to build a habit. Sometimes you have to attach it, something that you already normally have a habit doing. So we all have habits brushing our teeth. We all have habits um, taking a shower. We have habits eating. And so if we want to really attach a new habit, well, do it when you do one of those normal things. For instance, so when I work out, I make sure I work out before I take my shower. I always say, no, I'm not taking a shower until I work out because I'm going to make myself sweaty and dirty and then I'm ready for my shower. So that helped me. That helped me mm. work out often because that was my trigger. My shower was my trigger. So you want to develop that. Find whatever it is for you. Find some positive affirmations. Find whatever it is for you that you love to do every single day or that you normally do every day and just think about it and put it and create it in your mind of what you want to say to yourself or how you want to feel. And then, so we, we don't want to just focus on what the bad and, and what's, what's wrong and going on in our minds. We can actually create our lives by choosing to create what's positive and what's great and what we can do to choose to have a better day and a better life. And of course, better and healthy relationships. So those of you who know me, you're probably giggling because you already know what I'm going to do to show you my trigger for happiness. And those of you who don't know, uh, and when those of you who are not watching the zoom of this is that I am holding up a keep smiling card and smiling. So I have these cards all over the place. They're all over my world. The books are behind me all over everywhere. I keep them in my car. I pass them out. Uh, I'll tell you what, um, the last uh, day I was travel. I traveled from uh, Vegas um, to home yesterday and I had the incident to pass out about seven of those cards to different people who did something that I felt they deserved the gift of a keep smiling card. And it's amazing when you give that gift to someone. And uh, by the way, those of you who are interested in ever doing this. So, I, I'll see somebody, I'll see them do something and I'll say, wow, I just like this one woman, I write, she got up out of her 
um, plane seat and went and helped this woman with her two-year-old. And it was, I mean, she just jumped up and took care of her and it was, and she was a bigger woman and she was jamming herself into between these seats to help get stuff off the floor. I mean, it was amazing that she did that. And so then after we got off the plane, I caught up to her and I said, Hey, I wanted to commend you for two things. One, that you got up and helped this mom and her baby. I mean, how wonderful of you to do that. And second of all, you are dressed so fantastically beautiful. She had the most beautiful outfit on and, um, you know, she just was beaming. And I said, and because of that, I have a gift for you. And I said, I have a gift for you. And then I handed it to her like this and people get so excited and it really makes them feel good. So it helps trigger positive positivity for them as well. So, yeah, so you can create your own positive trigger for people as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. So Tiffany, we have about four and a half minutes left. What haven't I asked you or what haven't you shared that's really important that you want to make sure that that message gets out? Oh, and we, we did such base on so, so, so much. Um, I'll just, Look how beautiful this woman is. Her heart is so touched. Youremotionsmatter.com. I just want to make it real simple. Just know that you matter. Know that you are loved. Know that you are enough. That you are worthy. And you deserve to live your best life now and for the rest of your life. And there is a way to do it. We have to let go of what it is that are keeping us um, chained, like chain linked to the floor. We can break those chains today, people. You are beautiful. I see you. I hear you. You are understood, and you're not alone. Love you. Thing that you could have shared with everyone, because when people see how much you are a stand for them, how much you really care about who they are and how they show up in the world and how they are seen and heard and how they're able to be loved and to love themselves and to love others. That is what's going to attract the best people to you because you show up as who you are. I I am just very to know you and to be aware of who you are. Again, this is Tiffany J. Norwood, Tiffany J. Norwood, www.youremotionsmatter, www.youremotionsmatter. No w- 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 just your emotions matter. Oh, no W's. No. No <laughs> your emotions matter.com your emotions matter.com thank you for uh, correcting me on that and you've been listening to the leverage masters the leverage masters is dr gina gaudio grace and dr gina is a jv queen she's a wonderful business consultant and she is the owner and operator of divisio and i am andrea adams miller soon to be doctor i already have one doctorate um I did all but my last of my dissertation and then i'm working on a second doctorate so i'll soon officially be able to put doctor in front of my name too so andrea adams miller the red carpet connection.com uh, international publicist and we are so blessed that 
that all of you join us every week to find out how you can leverage your life. And today we leveraged your life with Tiffany J. Norwood because your emotions matter. So thank you so much, all of you, for joining us. And we look forward to the future with you guys. And we will talk to you next week. And here we go. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.